Welcome to the sixth episode of the RFC podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Zach, and in today's episode, we're going to cover a topic that comes up a lot in discussion in the office. Um, It's going to be a really, really quick episode. I think it's only seven or eight minutes long, Um, but make sure you guys keep a lookout for our next episode that's going to be coming out later this week. A little bit longer, uh, more traditional episode, excuse me. I wanted to get this one out here to you guys uh, because we have not had one in the new year. Uh, So I hope you enjoy it. And as always, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us on Instagram, Facebook, or by calling our office here in Columbus. Uh, With no further ado, here we go. There's a saying out there about pain. You may have heard it. It says, pain is the last thing to come and the first thing to go. As we begin this episode, I want to take a minute or two to dissect this phrase. What is it hinting at? More importantly, why should you care? Let's hit the what first. Pain is the last thing to come and the first thing to go. If we take this in context with our health and well-being, it can become a little easier to break down. When you, myself, or anyone for that matter, are experiencing some kind of challenge, especially a chronic challenge, the last thing we will usually feel is pain. It is important to note that we can use the word symptom and pain here interchangeably. I'll give you a few examples. One, a child experiencing something like ADHD. The most common symptoms here are an abundance of energy, challenges, focusing, and with attention. Now, is the recognition of the symptom when the expression of ADHD starts? I would have you consider no. Like almost all other challenges, it takes time to develop. The symptom may be what is used to diagnose something like ADHD, but I invite you to consider the fact that it was more than likely years in the making. Those years in the making contained fluctuating levels of stress, physical, mental, emotional, and chemical. That accumulation of stress over time, especially on a developing brain, can cause a decrease in function. In this instance, a decrease in function ends up being all of the outward diagnosable signs of ADHD, right? Example two, major lower back injury. I'm going here because this one's personal. At 22 years old, I herniated two discs in my lower back deadlifting. Now, if you don't know what a deadlift is, it's when you're picking up a loaded barbell off the ground, right? Basically dead weight, hence the name deadlift. At that point in my life, I had a total Superman complex. And I was young, strong, and thought I could do anything to my body without repercussions. And needless to say, that was not true. The week after hitting my best deadlift ever, I decided to up my weight again the following week. I was working my way up to the weight that I wanted to hit when all of a sudden, pow, it felt like someone took a running start and slammed a, slammed a baseball bat into my lower back. I dropped the bar and was stuck bent forward at 90 degrees. I would go on to find out I had needed two discs from that deadlift, or so I thought. Looking from the outside in, plus everything the ER docs were telling me, it was the deadlift that did this. But I know now that's not true. The deadlift was just the last straw in the proverbial camel's back. 
was the last stressor that finally sent everything over the edge. It was more likely all of the crazy, stupid lifting I was doing for months slash years prior to that deadlift that was the true cause. With almost any health challenge, there's an accumulation of stressors that occurs far before the symptom or pain actually shows up. And I get this, it is guessed that on average, cancers in the human body growing for nine to 10 years before it is ever detected by a doctor. Nine to 10 years of accumulation before any kind of symptom shows up to warrant some kind of test or examination to even find out that cancer's there. Therein lies the trap. So many, including myself at one time, have been indoctrinated to think that if we don't feel anything, then there must not be anything wrong. If that were true, then we could rely on all the symptoms above, plus all others, to give us a true depiction of the quality and state of our health. Well, this truth has landed us, the USA, in the current health predicament we currently find ourselves. Compared to all other industrialized nations, the U.S. ranks somewhere around 45 to 50 on overall health measures. Yet, we spend the most money on health care and we consume the most amount of medications despite only being about 3% of the world's population, right? These factors are based on symptom suppression, not health. If they were, why wouldn't the U.S. be ranked number one in the world for overall health? Pain is the last thing to show up, and the first thing to go starts to make sense now, doesn't it? From here, we can enter into a different conversation. If you've been tracking with me through this episode and are on the same page with the whole symptoms don't equal health thing, keep listening. If you're on a disagreement with me and you don't see any other way to look at health, you may want to switch this podcast off here because what I'm going to share next goes a little further down the rabbit hole. Your health and well-being are more about how you function rather than how you feel. Your function as a human being looks at how you physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually are. What is your connection to source or God like? Are you able to experience your thoughts and emotions in a way that is healthy? From a chiropractic standpoint, is your brain and nervous system functioning at a level that supports high levels of health? When we start to look at function, we must look at the entire you because you are more than your symptoms. There's far more to you and your life than the presence or absence of a symptom. When you engage in the type of care that we provide here at RFC, you are entering into this new conversation. Getting adjusted is far more than managing a symptom. It is about increasing your function so that you can increase your life. Now, in closing of this very short episode, I ask you this. Would you rather wait until something is wrong when you're feeling a symptom to try to get your health back? Or would you rather take consistent, regular actions based on supporting your function to do the best you can to keep your health? The choice is yours and yours alone. When you or or someone you know is ready to take the next step, we at RFC, Reichert Family Chiropractic, are here for you to support you and guide you on your journey to the best quality of health best quality of life that you can have. And that's it for this week's episode of the RFC podcast. As always, thank you for tuning in and listening. Um, And if you have not yet, please subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening to us from. 
and make sure you rate and review us as well because that helps us climb the charts a little bit and get our message out to more people from all of us here at RFC. Much love, much appreciation, and we'll see you in the next episode.